So, uh, just to give you guys like a little quick um, thing, we have we actually have a mic out there. Um, so if we say something that y'all don't agree with or that you guys do agree with and you decide that you just felt the spirit and you wanted to say something about it, go ahead and get on that mic. Don't be shy. All right. It's right behind Johnny. Johnny will be our mic person, apparently. Uh, if you guys didn't know who Johnny was, that's that beautiful, luscious man right there behind that camera with that hey. nice beard and that great fucking haircut. He's pretty fresh. What is pretty it? Allstate Fades? What is it? Ill state. I was like, ill state, state fades. <laughs> My bad, y'all. <laughs> I, I got two words out of three words right. Give me a break. Okay. And if you stick around, we also have a performance during the inter intermission. So stick around. Hey. Special performance. All right. All right. Great. So, uh, Ty, I assume you are recording already. Is he? Yeah. All right. He said yes. All right. Okay. Um, so then I guess we would just go ahead and start in right here. Like, what's up, y'all? This is Tressie. Uh, and this is Cedric. And this is Ben. And we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. Let's get to it. Oh, my God. Let's get a, a round of applause right now for all you beautiful people out what there up? in the audience. Yes. Thank you guys so much for coming out here. Thank you. Thank uh, you. We really appreciate you guys coming out to support. And if you guys didn't already know, this is our 2017 recap episode. Yes. So we are going to go through the whole year of everything that happened this year, right? Yeah. Um, one thing I <laughs> everything have to... like we're like we're not going to miss anything. Right. Like, so I hope <laughs> right. you guys are ready to be here for like eight to twelve hours. Right. We're going through everything, like in in very very uh, small details. But one small detail I have to ask my my cousin over here about. If y'all didn't know, this is my cousin Cedric. Uh, the fuck you got on your head, bro? Yo, uh -huh. man. So so <laughs> if y'all don't. <laughs> Uh, if y'all don't know, my man Mace had an interview with, with Angie Martinez, and he brought the ski mask back. You know what I'm saying? So he did the whole two-hour interview, hour and a half interview in a ski mask. So you know, I'm just that's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you, that's what you're on today. I miss the new shit. That's what you're right? on. All right, okay. Uh, all right. Well, um, whatever the fuck he's doing over there, that's great. Uh, again, I, I curse a lot, so I apologize in advance. Um, I, I do curse like a sailor. Um, damn it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. So let's just go ahead and start into uh, some of the main themes of what, what happened this year. What do you guys think? Did, did anything happen this year? Nothing happened. <sighs> it was complete silence through the whole 365. <sighs> it's already next year. Hey. It's damn, it's damn near next year, right? But um, like, I mean, 2017 was crazy. Like, I mean, where did it start off? We started off, we got a new president, right? Everybody Boo. knows that. Everybody knows that, right? Uh, we get a new one every four years. Every four. There you go. We do. Uh, uh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, we, we started off with a little hope, you know? It was like 2016, mm -hmm. it was, that was a little rough. Yeah. So it was like, it's got to be better. But um, 2017 was the year for like bringing all the, all the crap that's been going on in the shadows, out to the front. True. You know what? It, it has yeah. been a very in, enlightening year, I guess you could say. Just yeah. If you want to choose whatever context you want to put to that word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of things that were going on. I mean, I think three main themes of this year were social injustice, um, sexual harassment, <laughs> and mental health. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, 
<laughs> Amen. True. No. And if y'all didn't know who that was, that was the one and only Queen Z. <laughs> Queen Z. So, I mean, she brings up a good point. Like, the mm -hmm. bag tax was huge for Chicago. And, I mean, I think it, it really speaks to kind of a major theme for overall for, for the year, which is, like, the politicians and just doing stuff for themselves as opposed to for us. We, we've know? seen a lot of... Politicians making moves that were against the majority of what people were thinking about, mm -hmm. like the public opinion. Like we got, we had big pushes on healthcare earlier in the year, and it was like, "Yo, like we'd like changes, but not what you're talking about." And it was just like this big push constantly throughout the year, and it's still going on today, where most people are like, "No, we don't, we don't like that. We don't want right. that," but we're not having our voices heard. And know. that, like, uh, talking about having your voice heard right. is one thing that started off early. It makes me think of Colin Kaepernick. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that was a huge thing that happened this year. Um, Colin Kaepernick decided to, sorry about that beep. Uh, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick decided that, you know, he wanted to be a man of the people and, and take that knee and then, you know, Everybody wanted to decide that that knee meant something else than yeah, what he right. was actually protesting. That was a social injustice. That was police brutality. That was all of that. So, yeah. so it, it was it was largely saying like, hey, um, obviously there's there's an uneven uh, treatment of certain people. Yes. And then people tried to twist it. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you don't like you don't He's like protesting the, the flag. flag. Like, and fuck out of here. <laughs> and if you guys don't know, you know, actually Colin Kaepernick, he initially started sitting. When he first started, he started sitting. Yeah. And then he spoke to an uh an Iraq and, and Afghanistan vet. And was like, yo, so how how can I make my message More heard, but you know, still be respectful? And this vet from our military told him. Kneel as opposed to sitting. The kneeling is a little bit more honorable mm -hmm. than sitting. And so he, he took that and he started kneeling. And so his whole, he, you know, it was actually more thought out than just random. Like when it first happened, I thought this whole Colin Kaepernick shit was like, oh, he's just randomly sitting down. But he actually had thought and purpose behind it. Um, and he took the, advantage, er, the advice of a vet, whoever wanted to say, oh, you're disrespecting our vets, you're disrespecting our flag. He, he listened to a vet and they said, yo, you should be kneeling instead of sitting. And it still did not work out for him. And he's still unemployed in 2017. And I mean, I haven't, I don't know. I haven't watched a football game Me all either. year. Me either. All I, year. So it, I, it, I, It's I, been I'm, hard I'm, as fuck. So <laughs> tell me, I'm a Raiders fan to the yes. death of me. And <laughs> it has been hard. Now, I ain't gonna lie. Like I've been getting a little bit of like, he told me like, take your alerts off your phone too. Dude, I had I to. I ain't do it. So <laughs> I, I still I still get my my alerts and the Raiders aren't doing too good, but I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. Yeah, I unsubscribe from everything. Mm -hmm. Well, you are a better man than I am because I'm not a man. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so, and then again, the other thing that we that happened this year: sexual harassment. How many of y'all have seen everything that's been going on from congressmen to Dude. to uh, to you know Russell Simmons yeah. to fucking Dude. the guy uh, that just killed himself? Oh yeah, last week. there was a what, what, was he a congressman? No, he was a law he was, he was a state rep. He, he was state a rep. state rep, and he killed himself. Yeah, you because know, came of, out that he touched a little seventeen-year-old girl. He's a Minister as well. Yeah, it was it was a church. It was a church party. Double whammy. Church, <laughs> church Double party. Whammy. A church party that was known for its uh, lewd women and alcohol consumption. This is like a party they have at the church. Apparently, I don't know. It's my kind of church. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he stumbles upstairs and rapes one of his daughter's friends. Came stumbles out. upstairs and rapes. I said stumble because he was literally drunk and the okay, girl helped I know, him. But the, the girl, like, the, right, right. The, the, yeah. the, the girl helped him upstairs and then he did what he did. And I mean. So that's another thing. And then we have Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein. We have all those other people that, that are like in Hollywood. That's yeah. everyone. This is just what happened, you know? So yeah. But, but a lot of that, a lot of that talk started with like Hollywood. It's like, oh, Hollywood is like such a problem. Yeah. Right. But then we start seeing it more places. Like, uh, obviously, the politicians had all these things going on, but it's even slipped into hip-hop. Yeah. Yep. It has. Yeah. And here we have Russell Simmons, you she know, who down. was, like, one of the, like, founding fathers of, of you know... I know. A the black-owned, like, black-controlled record label. I mean, he's got a lot of black-owned stuff. Like, even right, the Rush card. Like, right, I mean, the Rush card, is... there, was, there was deaf poetry, deaf comedy. Like, it was a whole... Like, he was huge for the culture. If there was a hip-hop Mount Rushmore, he would be up on it. He had yeah. to. Had to be. Had to be, yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I don't know now. Well, even with us talking about Russell Simmons, it also leads me to the next thing that we had, which is mental health, because Russell Simmons, we all know that he was on dust on everything back and, in the 80s, right? And like, he admitted I mean, everything. he admitted he was a wild boy. Yeah, he, he yeah, said it. Exactly. Like, I was a wild boy, man. I was out there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then we have people like all the way up until this day, people I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with, but this there was a rapper named Lil Peep that died um, who overdosed, basically, who, who obviously was reaching out for help through his in Instagram. I never really followed his music because that's not just <laughs> what I... You know, it's, it's a different vibe for me, but I, I understand to each his own. But if you look at his, his Instagram, he was literally reaching out for help, saying, like, I'm just taking this. He's dropping Zans in his mouth on camera, on social media. So that's where we, I, I go to, to mental health. And then also, I go to mental health with uh, Tyrese. Does everybody know what was going on with Tyrese this year? <laughs> exactly. So, like, I go to mental health with that. It's just, like, there's a lot of things that are going on that people, like, we're not taking our health mentally seriously. You know? Well, I mean, you know, in, in the hip-hop community, mental health is not one of those things that you are going to necessarily talk about and be open about. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's yeah. tough, everybody's strong. You know, it's... it's, it's what you got to talk to a stranger or something for. Like, if you try and go to therapy, like, everybody's... Like, that's something that's been passed down in our culture for years, that, like, you don't need to talk to anybody about your problems, which is really the complete opposite. You need to talk to need people to. about... Need to. Yeah. yeah. You need to. And, and you know, I, I mean, I feel like, you know... I consider myself an old head. I'm, it's okay. At this point, I'm okay with it. But to be honest, in this climate, we kind of are. But it's... It's like you're old once you get five years past the, the, the current trend. If you don't want to fucking dye your hair pink, you old. Yes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's kind of what it is. It's like, 
<laughs> but it's it went from drug dealers to drug users. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that was a big theme of 2017 it's was a big, these big kids really like saying, I do drugs and I'm okay with doing drugs mm -hmm. and you should do drugs too. Not just weed and alcohol. I'm talking like Zans and Mollies and like popping all these yes. shit, right? Percocet. Like can't lie, that shit gotta bounce. It's too bad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we're, for sure. We're dancing you know? and like enjoying these people going talking about their struggles. Right. It's crazy. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> we're and, enjoying and, people's demise through song. Like <laughs> popping mollies. Like, but that's true. It's like, you know, know when you when you put it like that, Ben, it's like yeah. we're actually listening to addicts go through their their situation where mm -hmm. before it might happen behind closed doors. It's like now we've got Instagram and Snapchat mm -hmm. and we're seeing these kids go from just being like, okay, I do drugs. This is something that I do to I'm promoting it or yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm making it to be something that it's, uh, so through the crate, you guys opened up, you start speaking about uh, social injustices, and then you start speaking about sexual, sexual harassments. Then you start speaking about the real problem of all of those and everything that goes wrong in society, which is the mental issues. I wanted to say, as, as people of African descent, uh, they train us not to uh, think about our mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, they got you all locked up into the system. Go play sports and be healthy. Eat healthy, you know what I'm saying? Go to church and have a spiritual life and be spiritual. Yep. And if you... Yep. Go and say you are not spirit, you are not religious. They, they, they turn their eye to you and they just turn against you because I am not religious. And if all 30 of y'all that's in this room want to beat me up later, y'all going to have a home strong, a long struggle. That would not that. be very Christian of y'all, <laughs> by the way. I'm bringing that up to say it, it goes back to the whole mental health. You right. know what I'm saying? Mentally, whether you, when you, no matter who raised you, you eventually know what's right and wrong. At some particular age in your life, it might start young, it might start old, but we all need to deal with mental health. And there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody professionally, non-professionally, but developing a plan to help yourself. Because all of us in this room got mental issues. I'm going to tell y'all, no, I'm not. Me, I speak my mind too much. I tell the truth too much. And I'll just say anything. So... They say that's a problem, but I don't really see that as a problem. But I'm working on it. I got, I got strategies. I got plans. This is a whole group effort. So y'all feel free. Y'all want to comment. Through the Crate is all about social one. comments. Go ahead, Keisha. Hey, world. It's Keisha. Um, and I... What up, y'all? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but no, I definitely want to piggyback off of Queen. Like, mental health is definitely a big thing that we were never taught as young people. It was just kind of bottle your emotions up and then go sit in the corner. Work it out with yourself. Right. And that's why in 2017, I really took appreciation to Logic. Um, he had his song that come out. I don't remember the numbers, but it was the Suicide <laughs> Hotline. one 800 That's the one bro. Like, it's all right. I, I don't remember it either, but, but that's great. Of, Sorry. Right. Go I can't ahead. think it off the top of the dome, but like the whole message with the song, he made the gradual progression for him like wanting to die and he's going to die, but I got help. And, you know, it put that message out there that people need to know, like, yo, like, even if you can't trust anybody in your inner circle, you can still call this number and get the help you need. Yeah. And I even watched an interview that he did, like, it was, um, it's a YouTube channel, Hot Ones, where they, like, eat Yeah, hot I love wings. that one. Yeah. And I he that even mentioned the it there. That was a great that, episode, yeah. Yeah. Even celebrities need to get mental health, uh, they checked out because the eyes on them, like everybody's criticizing you all of the time. Right. So there's no way for you to be sane through all of that. You mm -hmm. need help. You need that regular consultation. Yeah. Sorry about all. that, y'all. Anybody? Anybody? 
It's true. We you got know, one I'm more. A, I'm, I mean, mental health is definitely a big issue, and it's For it's sure. one that's underrepresented here in our community. And you're right. You're definitely not taught that shit. How y'all doing? I'm Lauren. That's Lauren. What's good, Lauren. guys? So since we're talking about this mental health thing, and Keisha brought up a good point as far as celebrities go, and how you guys were talking about Colin Kaepernick, I always feel like it's a good thing, especially for black men in America. Their mental health is like one of the most important things to me because as a black man, it's one of the hardest things in this world to be in fucking America at that. Mm -hmm. So when you look at Colin Kaepernick and you look at just black men in general walking around in the street, that's something I always take pride in, talking to them, making sure that they're straight, because it's like you never know what somebody is going through. That's black men, black women, Latino men, Latino women, like anybody. You never know what the fuck somebody going through. You got to talk to people in there. Like like Keisha said, growing up, we were always taught, if you had a problem, go sit your ass in the corner and shut the fuck up and right. talk about it. Talk right. to yourself. Yeah. Right. Figure True. it out, sure. and then come back over here and talk to me when you're ready. Like, get your shit together. But it's like, it's nothing wrong with talking to somebody. Even if you don't want to talk to a professional, just get your shit out so it's not sitting on you. Because mm -hmm. later on in life, that shit fuck you up. And then you be like, damn, I didn't fucked up my life. Sure, you can say whatever you want. It does. We'll wrap it up after this one. What's going on, y'all and Fred? My question is, what? Oh, I can't get my words out. You good, you good. <laughs> go back, go back. Um, to those who are having that problem, um, what suggestions should you give them if they feel like they can't reach out to anyone or if they can't call that hotline? They got that one person. Yeah. Everybody but, in this room got that one person they relate to, like some, they like some people chill do. with, like they like, you know what I'm saying? It's that one person. And if you don't have that person, just tell anybody. I'm going to be honest. Strangers talk to me. Strangers be like, oh, and you know why I listen? Because I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So as you listen, even if you don't have that one person to go to, talk to a stranger. As humans, we are here to communicate. And when we don't communicate, that's when the problems occur. So you just got to find that person to communicate to. There is someone out here for everybody. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, we got another one. It's true. Yeah. I love it. I love the conversation. Hi. I love you guys right now. Uh, thank, I'm thank sure. You. And hi, everybody. Uh, also, but some people can't talk, and like that's okay. I think mm -hmm. writing is also an outlet. Everyone true. has their true. own outlet, whether that's music or if that's, um, you know, just writing it down. So I, I don't think everybody is meant to immediately see somebody. I think sometimes you just need to write it out, and maybe that's the, that's the outlet. Right. I think I was, the way, what I was going to um, add on to that is that, like, you may not have somebody there, but it's, but trying to find something to do, like, as she said, like, writing, trying to find somebody to talk to, like, like what I found was in my best friend, that I that if I had anything going on, like when I came out as as bi, whatever, like I had to come out and I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do about this shit. Like I needed to talk to somebody. So it's it's one trying to find somebody to talk to, two trying to find out, um, uh, you know, like like just some type of outlet, writing music, and then uh, three, I think that there's a lot of resources online and like I mean. Now the net neutrality might be fucked up, uh. but uh, you you have you have a way of of researching how you can find ways or outlets to to you know whatever fits you and, and your problem. Well, like for for me, what's what's dangerous about the current climate here in 2017 is that instead of people pushing logic's message more to the the front, you know, of talking to someone and expressing yourself, mm -hmm. a lot of the newer music that's coming out, unfortunately, is. Cope, 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 cope. 
find do drugs, find yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like like find something else to to cover it up, and, yeah, and right. to to paint over it instead of actually scrubbing and bleaching that fucking wall and getting that mold out of there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we're just gonna paint over it and wait till something, you don't paint over happens. black mold. You don't. Spray. It doesn't work. It's, gross. it's still there. You can't you do still that. Fuck your lungs up, right? So <laughs> you know, but un- unfortunately, you know, gross. I mean, that's you brought up head. Anyway. You can't just paint over it. Yeah I, yeah, I think that's the theme of it, right? Like you have to address the issue. You have to meet it head on and know who you can talk to or mm-hmm. how how to get your voice and your own feelings off your chest so that you can move on and move forward. You know, right? Not just drugs. Exactly. So I really, actually, you know, what? I really appreciate you guys all participating in that part of the the, the conversation. We're gonna actually move on to something a little bit more lighthearted, which is some motherfucking music. Hey. Yeah. We, but the, the thing is, is that we just really wanted to make sure that we got that out the way and we pointed that out because those are some really serious issues that happened this year and we hope that we uh, address them throughout the next year. Uh, but now we're going to talk about this music because I'm about to get in y'all ass about this shit. Hey, let's do it, man. All homo, because everybody says no homo. <laughs> it's funny to oh, me. Sorry. Homo? I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> it's not, even, not, not even a pause. Hello, like homo. A hey. Today we're all homo. Good. Yo, this is homo. Play it. Play it. Peace out, Queasy. All right. Um, so, so, yeah, let's get into it. Let's just start off. We're going to, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go through like all of our tops for the year. Um, <laughs> there's a homo theme pause, here. This pause, is hella gay pause, right now. Pause. My bad, Just because you buy, don't mean you got to bring the whole fucking podcast <laughs> no, with you. My bad. My bad. So, you, anyway. you guys all got packets. We're going to be going through exactly the list that you can see. If you um, feel like you want to chime in, hey, you disagree, agree. Same way that we've been passing that mic same around. shit. All right, so let's go through top MC first. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, who want to start? You want to start? You want to start? Ladies first. Start? Let's, let's first, be sexist. Ladies first. Equality, Ooh. right? All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, yo, my top yo, MCs. Yo. What's that? Inter- top MC? Yeah. Ross Caesar. Ross Caesar. I knew it. I knew it. Hey. 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 That, so, top MC, Ross Caesar. Ross Caesar. Slightly biased. I can't even say. Say Because I said it wrong the whole episode we did with him. Say Petrowski Park. Petrowski, Petrowski, Park. I said it wrong, but that shit out Ross right Caesar. now, motherfucker. SBX. Go All get right. that shit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so Tressy, my top MCs for this year. What you got? After this one, in no particular order, <laughs> my number one. If in y'all, no particular if y'all, order, but you gotta say number one. My number one, and then after this, no particular order. Okay, got it. Okay. If y'all know me. It's Kendrick motherfucking Lamar. <laughs> that is my nigga. That is my motherfucker. And that yeah. is my baby daddy. Anyway, um, next is so the next after this, uh, I have no really like these are just the four that really stood out to me this year. Uh Sci High the Prince, uh Big Crit, and Jay-Z. Okay. Those ones. Okay. All right, let's who we're moving on to next. And then we'll debate. Sure. Um, so yeah, my number one is also Kendrick Lamar, K Dot. I got him number one. Hey. And then uh, after that, I got uh, <laughs> after that in no particular order. I got Sci High, I got Big Crit, um, I got Rhapsody. Oh fuck, I forgot her. And, Rhapsody and, too. No, too late, too late, motherfucker. <laughs> Sit your ass down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I got Rhapsody, and I also Ooh. got Vince Staples. Oh, oh great, great. You know what? Fuck, life go. Hey, <laughs> I had to I had to start off with Kung Fu Kenny. Hey. 
right, yeah, right, right, Kendrick right. Lamar, kill it. Um, but I will. Mi- I'm mixing it up. Do it. Number two, you would never guess this. Travis Scott. I thought about it. I thought, you know what? I Wait, thought no. about Travis. Comment, commentary later. Shut the fuck up. Travis Scott. Commentary later. All, all over, all over the music business. Yes, okay. Um, and then uh, I also had to give it out to Big Crit. He just, great show. <laughs> and then uh, one more, Offset. Hold on, 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 hold on. I'm just... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Yeah, yes, yes. All right, this is this is where it gets fun, guys. Hold on, I'm getting out of here. Yep, yep, yep. Hey! Mask off, mask off. Mask off. Hey! So... You said Offset as MC. Yes. So you put him over... You put him over Sahai? Let, let's let's look at what an MC is. Let's let's go okay. let's, let's go back. It. Let's go back. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's talk about early early game. MCs before people were thinking about sixteen bars and stuff. What did the MC do? He went along with the beat, hyped things up. He wouldn't even necessarily say real words like boop boop bop, but even doing it that. You know? <laughs> and he just made it fun, you know. Yeah, and it was yeah, just hype. Yeah. And Offset. I mean, Migos. Like we we felt that imprint all over the year. But I think Offset was just a little above, you know, with the kind of features that he did. Like, you can't look back at 2017 without looking at, like, that, that one print that just kept coming up over and over again. But was it, like... Yes, I, I, know, what you, I know what your problem yeah. is. Yeah. But there was... This, 2017 was also a year where we had big voices that were not coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a year without Kanye. It's like, yo. True. You know what? Wow. Good, yeah. good observation. Like, I mean, Kanye came out late last year. No, but it was the whole year. He came year. out late last year. Late, but then to go the whole year without him? I mean, he, that, I think he that, popped that's a out. Good you know, he, he popped out a few pounds heavier. and No. You know, he's, he's, he's that, smiling. That doesn't mean he's anything about his now. goddamn music. He's smiling now. Who knows? He's got some shit coming. Dude, he's got they, some shit coming. I think that a lot of the major people... They were not doing features like you'd expect. And it just opened up this lane for, like, all these people trying out new sounds. Yes. And I think 2017 was about new sounds, and I think that you cannot deny it. I loved, I loved people. Like, I was thinking about J.I.D. That's another person you didn't yeah. even mention. I do. Daddy. I do like J.I.D. Yeah, yeah, I... But I'm talking about, like, you, where the people that, like, set the direction. Like, yeah. I mean, I... I I definitely have to we'll give. Get, we'll we'll I mean, get to that. We'll get to that. I have to give Migos props for what they did this year. I mean, I'll definitely talk about them later. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, as a whole, as a collective, as a sound, generally, I mean, they were extremely influential in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not just with their own individual selves, but just in with the music in general. Um, but man, off, off says it. Is it all right? I it's mean, it's an uh, interesting choice. It is. It's very. I mean, it's it's very hard for me to because, wrap my head around. Because but. when I think of MC, I think of I. You know, yes, it is about moving the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Lyrics, yes, charisma. yes, yes. It is about you know rocking to the beat. And I and I have to agree. Like out of everybody in in Migos, when it comes to actual lyrics, I probably would go more towards Offset than I would a Quavo or a Takeoff. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Um, I mean, but to put him in the top tier of MCs for the year, I mean, you got your yoga pants on, bro. Hey, <laughs> if y'all know about through the yeah, crazy, you know stretch. what a motherfucking yoga pants is. Anyway, uh, can I say something real quick? Do it. So I find it interesting that you have a problem with, um, but you haven't mentioned Travis Scott at all. When both of them have a have a mark on consistency, so if you take a look, Travis Scott has been on a lot of records this year, yeah. and even though he dropped something a long time ago, it still is very much so alive. So I think it's very interesting that you had a problem with Offset, but not with Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. So so here's why I don't have a problem Ooh, with Travis Scott. Get him, get him, girl, get him. No, it's okay. It's all right. I actually wrote it hey. down because all right, let's I go. thought of <laughs> Travis Scott because when I was thinking of top MC, I'm thinking it's not just who dropped a project this year and who bodied it, but it's what else have you done? Like, what features have you done? You know, whose else's project have you been featured on where you've been able to showcase your ability? And Travis Scott is, in my opinion, like, after listening to a lot of the new casts that are coming out, he is one of the most influential artists that we've had probably in this decade, like, of the 2010s. Like, he is, he's up there. I mean, he influenced Kanye West. We talked about Kanye didn't, yeah. didn't drop a project. No, yeah. um, um, but for this year. For this year, he didn't drop a project, but, he, but he, he still did a lot of work. And, I mean, I, I, I can't necessarily argue against Travis Scott because I enjoyed a lot of the work that he right. put out in, outside of his own personal work. I mean, he dropped a visual for Goosebumps with Kendrick Lamar. Right. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a fucking Kendrick Lamar stand, so that was awesome for me. Mm -hmm. um, he was on Scissors Project and did an right. awesome feature on that. Right. I mean, he had random features on damn near every, every album that, like, we're probably going to talk about later. Exactly. He has yeah. a feature on, As we move on. and but so you're bringing up consistency. Yes, and so Offset is also consistent. He doesn't have as many features on other people's projects, though. I mean, he. I mean, I, I, I mean, when I'm when I'm thinking about consistency, I'm thinking about who's featured on other people's stuff. So yes, he was on the Migos record and it was dope. Yes, Bad and Bougie, which is like one of the hottest songs of the year, he was the one that did the hook on it that I called was going to be a fucking hit when it first yes, came out. Yes, right? Um... So I, I definitely understand that, but when it comes to influencing the whole piece, I think it's it's harder for me to separate one person from a collective than it is to just say like this one person. Like, and that's why for Travis Scott, he's one person, and he influenced right. a lot. I think when we go MC, I think we, we think about like solo artists instead of collectives. It's it's, it's hard for a group because at least you that's know, what I was thinking when, of I think, when we came up with this list. It's like when I think about the, the Migos as a group, I think they were extremely influential in 2017. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they're I, they're right up there for me. I, I will throw in one thing because I think you're we'll not thinking about Without Warning. That was that uh, one with 21 Savage. 21 and Savage and Offset, yeah. With yeah. Metro, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And really quickly, though, I just yeah. want to say that I uh, disagree a little bit with my brother. Only hey. because only because I think that Travis No Scott one wins when the family feuds, okay? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because I'm a huge Travis Scott fan, but I think that there's something about Travis Scott that's missing mm -hmm. that excludes him from being listed in the tops because he doesn't really have a strong identity as a rapper to me. Yeah. And you like, know what he I is think a great rapper, but I think even lyricism is, is a little lacking to where I can't be like, ooh, he's one of the greats. And I think that det detriment is to, is to the fact that Kanye West came out with his sound before Travis came out with it. And, and that's what it is. It's and like it was influenced by, yeah. Exactly. But but Travis Scott's <laughs> sound, like, I mean... And that's kind of what happened to Cy Hyde, too, but then we'll talk. Sorry, go ahead. No, no I was just going to say that um, exactly. I agree with Ben's list, but I would take Offset off 
and put Gucci Man there if you're talking about consistency. Because for the year, consistently, he's been on the Gold Link track. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, maybe three albums, two mixtapes out this year. He's been very consistent so far this year. So, yeah, Gucci is not for me on the top MC list. But um, he was definitely he was definitely in the mix. I mean, his, his project Drop Top Guap was like... We're going all one of the, the like shit. one of my favorite projects. I'm trying of the to keep year. this shit in straight sure. with this motherfucker. For sure. Like, I mean, I mean, uh, you got Metro doing all the fucking beats. You got Gucci riding this shit with a clear head. He's off his, he's off the drugs. He's clear headed. He's focused. Um, he's still got the bounce in the southern swag. Like, yes, like Gucci surprised me in 2017. I didn't think he was gonna come out as big as he did, but he was dropping, there was a period of time where he dropped like three projects yeah. in like fucking a month. Or some yeah. shit. Like it was yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I I definitely gotta give gotta give Gucci props. <clears throat> All right, so moving on. Sorry. <laughs> we got we got a lot to cover today. So I, I'm I'm gonna be trying to keep us on track. Um let's go straight to singles. Per request. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Um uh we're gonna go to these singles. So what what y'all what y'all think about these singles? So again, we're doing like the, the top singles that we think that that stood out. Um, I know you guys all have like a little somewhat program, but um, we got a little change up request. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm behind that. My my favorite single is I think one people didn't consider, but uh, Kendrick Lamar's DNA. That's my number one, Ben. I Fuck thought you, that bro. was the <laughs> <laughs> like when we talk about 2017. One thing that you might want to consider is like a theme: anger. And DNA had it. It was relating to the top of this episode. angst. I would call it more angst than anger, but yeah, it's like I'm mad that you would call it angst. <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, okay. Touché. So, how many singles? How many singles did you have as like the top singles Yo, today? Uh, afterwards, I'm talking uh, Jay Z story of OJ. Yeah. I I had through in Gucci. I got the, uh, I get the bag. Yeah, that was I, big. that's a dope song, man. Yeah, I, I, I threw in this one. This might be controversial. Lil Uzi Vert. Keep going. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. Keep going. And then it don't matter. Another one that I, I don't think I don't think anyone really considered, but uh, ASAP Ferg's Plain Jane. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Stop. Okay, oh, all right. No. Can we stop at Plain Jane for a second? Let's stop at Plain Jane. No, for no, a no, 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 no. Oh I God, have to. I, I have to. Attack. I have to. Who wants to give me another beer? Because you said, "Love you, babe." Because you said two. It's two you of got them. It. Because Go. you said Plain Jane. So does Plain Jane sound like anything else to you? Anybody want a beer? Has anyone has anyone heard the song "No Limit" by G Easy and Cardi B? Have has anyone heard this? So, um. I'm so glad you said that, Ben. First of all, ASAP Ferg, I fuck with ASAP Ferg. His project was kind of whack, but Plain Jane was decent. Yeah, Plain Jane was We're decent. We're skipping around, and we have a fucking schedule to I don't stick give a to. Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, anyway, we color people, y'all. We do what the fuck we want. Uh, so, Plain Jane was decent. You know, Nicki Minaj jumped on the remix, mm -hmm. and then we've got, and then and then we've got No Limit. With Cardi B and G Easy, which is, they both so two different producers, two different sessions. They both sample and get inspired by the same Slava Manab record. Yes. 
Fuck with me and get some money. And then, then they both come Suck out. Suck a nigga dick or something. And they both come out with the same shit. It's and in my opinion, thing. the No Limit track is better. Yeah. Ah. I think No I Limit is superior I agree. to Plain Jane. Hey, that's that's perfectly fair. I was just like looking back at the year and I was like, what are those songs that I just couldn't get out? It was just like stuck in my mind. And like that was it. And a lot of it is because I loved that Juicy J when it first came out. Yes, I who was, didn't? I was listening to it. And I knew that whole fucking verse. Slop on my knob. Corn <laughs> on the cunt. Hey, can I bring up a point really quickly though? Just real quick. Yeah, I just yeah. want to point out the fact that nobody really fucking gave G-Eazy credit until he came out with this No Limit track, which really kind of pisses me off because he's a great fucking MC. Damn motherfucking like, business. I Sorry. fucking yes. love G-Eazy, yeah. but it's like the fact that he had to come out with some ratchet shit for people to be like, yo, did you hear about G-Eazy? Kind of blew the fuck out You've of me. Really I, don't know. Though lately, though. I mean, but like, really think you. about it. Like, before you. he came out with that, it was like, yeah, I heard about G Easy. So here's cool. But here's here's my piece on G Easy. Here's he my piece out. on G Easy. Uh, he's that new lane of like pop rap. I'll give you that. Right? And I feel like Drake was probably the first one. And then, you know, I feel like fucking, when we first started this damn podcast, every fucking episode nah. we said Drake. <laughs> and so we haven't heard Drake in a while. But I have to say, like, Drake pretty much, like, defined this lane of, like, pop rap, where it's okay to be a rapper, and it's okay to have feelings, and it's okay to make a pop record that just happens to have rap be the main form of music behind it, right? Mm -hmm. And g Easy took that and ran with it. Um, so he's been successful bigger than I even thought he was. You know, like, I knew who he was. I mean, I'm from Oakland, so, like, I've, you know, I've followed him and shit, but then hearing all this other shit, I'm like, oh, shit, he's actually big, like, outside of Oakland. Like, he's a, he's a damn near, he's a bigger pop star than he is a rap star. You know, yeah. and that's, and that's part of it because he's white. And just, I, I, just, I just, I just, I just, I just, you know, say it is what it is. And, I mean... Right. But Flo Rida, okay, okay, okay. Right. So we're not sending it back to 2012. All right. I know we said y'all can talk a little like bit, but you know, yeah. Let's hold on. This is this is going on a the iTunes, the podcast shit. So we got to make sure we, everybody can get heard the right way. Um, but uh, no, um, for G Easy, yeah. I mean, I I I think he doesn't necessarily get the biggest props that he deserves because no, he, he he definitely does make quality pop rap and. Something about 2017 that I'm sure you guys have all seen. Uh, in 2017, hip hop took over rock as the highest grossing um, genre of music in the U.S. So I think when you when you say pop and you say hip hop, they're at this point in time currently they're interchangeable. Yes. So you kind of have to wrap your mind around that and be like, damn, okay. So I'm talking about pop, where back in the day when we were all kids, you know, it was fucking Britney Spears and NSYNC, and nowadays it's fucking Migos and g Easy, right? So that's pop Perry. music. You know, you have to change your, your, you have, you have to change your, your, your thinking that now pop is rap. Yeah. We have a question statement in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you guys. I'm Imani. Um, Yo, so, Imani! Hey. So, okay. Hey, y'all better go listen to her oh Generation Gap podcast. So, anyway, go ahead. Okay, can I plug it? I'll plug, plug it. it after. Plug it real quick and okay. go. Generation Gap is on SoundCloud right now. I have a podcast with my mom. It's really funny. 
Okay, all that aside, um, it's really fun. Um, Tressie, you are wearing the A Tribe Called Quest hat, which yeah. I love. A Tribe Called Quest, I'm mm-hmm. a huge fan. So, interestingly enough, um, none of you guys mentioned... Did that come out in 2016 or 2017? 2016. Fuck, okay, never that's mind. That's why we haven't mentioned but, it. That's that's fair, but okay. I remember I can't remember what song it was, but um, there's a lyric where uh, Q-Tip was like, "Rap is not pop if you call it that, then stop." That's and an I'm old just like, lyric, but yeah, it's way back. And I'm just kind of like, how do you feel? And this is a question for all of you guys. How do you feel about, you know, Cedric? You were just talking about like hip hop is kind of like pop. pop at this point. So how do you feel about that shift? Like what's really going on? You know, um, to be honest. Um, it's bittersweet because, you know, hip hop, when it started, it, it was something that like was supposed to be of the people and of and, and describing what's going on in our culture and what's going on in, our, in the streets and, and, and the shit that, that we're dealing with. And the fact that we've progressed to a level that like everyone knows it is great. But at the same time, when we have people that I don't want, I hate using this word, but I can't really find the best word for it right now, appropriate. You know what I mean? When you have people to, that appropriate the, the culture and they, they try and, like, you have, like, the Post Malones. I hate Post Malone. I'm sorry, y'all. But you have, like, people like that that, like, um, that take the culture and don't appreciate it in a way that it's supposed to be appreciated. Um, it's like, that's where you get complicated. It's just like, it's like, it's everything that you, it's with everything in life. It's like, you have this, you have a great idea. Just like, say, this podcast. We have this great idea. We have this great like vibe in the room right now with all these people, but say we get larger and larger and larger. There's some sacrifices that might have to come to 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 the quality of what, what we're doing. And I think that's what's happening with hip hop right now is that the, there's a little bit of, there's some sacrifices for that we're taking, or not sacrifices, but there's just shit that's happening. Thank you. Compromises and um, changes that are happening to the culture because of how big it is now. So, I mean... I don't know, man. This is this, this is, is way out of what. No, this no, 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 no. This yeah. is this is why we did this. No, for like, sure. Like whenever people in hip hop complain it. about, oh, hip hop is pop. No, that's what we wanted. Like, isn't that what we wanted? We wanted to create this platform and then influence the fucking world. Like, didn't we want to be the biggest shit out? Didn't like, we want to like, be heard. Like, that's like the when, one thing. It's like we wanted to be heard all around. Sorry, but go yeah, ahead. no, that. But that's the whole point. It's like. <laughs> Motherfuckers didn't start hip hop. Motherfuckers didn't start rapping to just be like, yeah, I, I just want to rap for my friends and just in that small circle be hot. Like, no, you want the world to hear your shit. You want everybody to be on this wave. So, to me, this it's a natural progression of from where it started to where it is today to like, yes, it should be number one because that was the whole point. Mm-hmm. That was the whole goal. I mean, shit, dude. Like we, jazz came around and then. Motherfuckers appropriated that. So we moved on. We made fucking rock and roll. Motherfuckers appropriated that. So we moved on and we made hip hop. Motherfuckers gonna appropriate that. And guess what? 10 years from now, we're gonna make some other shit. But it's, that's the point. That's the goal. Like, I'm never mad at success. I'm right. never mad at success because that's that's the whole point. That's why we're here. This is right. why we do what and we I do. And I mean, that, that's the whole reason why you have like singles that are so huge right now. Yeah. Like, there's, there's singles that, like, the singles that I wanted to go ahead and point out were, um, <laughs> That's She's trying to bring it back. Yes, so bad. I am, motherfucker. She's trying to bring that was a back great so segue. And if you didn't point it out, it would have went smooth, bruh. But anyway, uh, no, like the singles I wanted to point out was one DNA. We have all said that we've all. That was uh, my number one. Yep. You know, but I also wanted to say Lemon. Lemon touched me like a motherfucker. Was it Lemon um, or was it that video with that? Yeah, right. <laughs> that, 
Yes. Motherfucker. Anyway, oh I mean, it was all of it. And then I also have Gold Link Crew. And then I also have T-shirt by Migos. Because oh. that shit stuck with me okay. for a long time. So those are like some of the biggest singles that I think that that hit this year. Like Crew, like that shit. I could not. She see money all around. I could not stop loving that. It's, it's, it's it, so infectious. Yep. And then uh, T-shirt, to me, I just think. I could not stop saying 17.5, same color t-shirt. I didn't know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> I didn't. I knew it had something to do with some goddamn talk. drugs. I don't know. Fans going to pull up at your door like, she's talking I'm about 17.5? Like, 17.5? Five? Five? Like, hey, hey, hey. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I was I was like, that shit bounces. The same way with all the Molly Percocet and Mask Off and all the other shit. Even though Mask Off probably was, but I didn't, I, I didn't throw that in my top just because it became too popular and I don't feel like I'm... Person that likes popular shit. I mean, what 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 about you? What were your top? So for singles? me, I, DNA was DNA. my top. Um, I had Bad and Bougie. We probably um, shouldn't even mention Kendrick Lamar because everybody I, knows that. No, we're it's fine. It's, anything in Kendrick. No, does. no, 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 no. I, I have to mention Kendrick Lamar because um, I was late to Kendrick Lamar. I was late. You as told fuck. the story pretty. I was late as fuck to K Dot. All right, but then when I finally got him, it was like. He's obviously better than everybody else, because he is. And, you know, this year, if you don't know it, um, both Kendrick and the pop star Drake himself dropped albums, and, and you know. Shots fired. What? He's a pop star. No, 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 no. This was prefaced by saying <laughs> hip-hop is the now pop. So by saying pop, I'm saying hip- relax, chill out. It's still <laughs> hip-hop, all right? Um, he outsold yeah, Drake funny. in the first week. He did. I love y'all. He sold you 600 and Drake sold like 450 or five. It's fine. Like whatever, right? Yeah. So um, there's <laughs> DNA, um, Bad and Bougie, which the first time I heard this fucking song, you can, my cousin will attest to you here. I said, this song is going to be the biggest shit ever. <laughs> and I, I have to say it. yes. Because I fucking, I, I, I never know had these shits. Did. I did. Um, and then I also have uh, Bodak Yellow. I have because Oh, you're happy now. So All right, so, youngins. So the One, reason two, why three. I have Bodak Yellow, I gotta tell y'all, like, I've never heard of Cardi B as a fucking rapper. Um I was, I was at, watching Love and Hip Hop. I, was, I so. was at work. I was at work and this chick was singing this. No, the bitch, bitch, you I can't fuck, fuck with me, me if you want. And I was like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> what the fuck is that? What are you doing? And she's like, oh, it's Cardi B. I'm like, who is what? And then like two months later, I heard the song and I was like, holy shit. Like and so for me, it was that song was more impact than it was necessarily the quality of the song. It, True. It, 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 and there was that video that went viral with a chick like pushing her boyfriend, like singing the lyrics of the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, There's a yo, lot of this shit that is, happened with that. This song That's is true. bigger than just like the the 16 bars that she right. spit. Like, like it's 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 what's a movie. Maybe maybe a bit of an overarching theme of like women pushing back. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. You could be right, dude, because, you know, with the whole sexual harassment, people coming out saying stuff, Cardi B being like, little bitch, you ain't fucking with me. <laughs> like, it, it, it's empowerment, right? Yeah. Um, I had mask off, yo. I had to. Like, there, I mean, uh, it was I mean, huge. It was it huge. It was huge. I wasn't sure fucking was Kendrick did a remix that was huge. That was I mean, everybody sick. started playing the flute. The flute, <laughs> like, the flute got huge, Everybody right? was like, <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody was but like, oh, was I know how to play this shit. But that I'm shit was hot, it was. No, Somebody told me high. I should have did it on a saxophone. I was like, nah, nigga. I'm good. My only feel, I felt like Mask Off was a great 30 second song. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's that no, is very sure. true. I agree That's with fine, you. but it's like I agree most, with you. most songs, it's like the best part is the hook oh, and like a little bit of the <laughs> jiggle from the fucking verse, whatever, right? Um, and, and then he had Amber Rose in the fucking video, so it's like, all right, you win. Oh, I didn't even fucking know that. Yeah. Um, and then my, my last one was Soya OJ. I mean, yeah. That I mean, I, was I had to put Soya OJ in there just, just because it's like this 40 something year old man is trying to tell me how to spend my money, and he's right. Part, <laughs> yeah. of, part of what's so That's brilliant about the song is how simple it is. He's yeah. like, yo, sit down. I'm going to tell you a story. Exactly. Yeah. Which is great. So moving on, I guess, to our last subject. I'm just going to make this the last subject okay. of our tops. You just did that? Okay. Yeah, great. because, I mean, we, we had a lot of questions and shit. We need to keep moving. Um, top albums. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go through mine. I need to make sure I count how many I had. All right, I'm going to go through mine. You go through yours. You go through yours. And then we discuss. All right. I have Jadena. I don't know if y'all know that. Jadena was my shit. I bumped that motherfucker for half the year. Okay. Um, I also have Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom, which is why I was very pissed I didn't put her in my top MC. Um, but that shit was just crazy. Layla will... Or not Layla, excuse me. Layla Hathaway, that's... Um, oh. No, um, Rhapsody will rap circles around every motherfucker rapper out here. Um, not saying that she'll win when it comes to Kendrick, but you know, whatever. Uh, I, I got I got Kendrick Lamar, of course. Damn, I got Sahi the Prince. Oh, no dope really? On, yeah, Sahi no the Prince. No dope on Sundays. No dope. No, uh, no dope on Sundays. And I have some honorable mentions. I have JID's Never Story and Jay Z's Forty Four. Okay, four four. <clears throat> Yeah, 444. Sorry, I'm drinking. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. You ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with mine. I got Kendrick Lamar just tops with damn. Uh, yep. Mine was in no particular order, by the way. I, I think that I was kind of the similar, but I had a number two. Tyler, the creator. Flower Boy. Ah. Wow, okay. Dude, okay. It, that was a good album. It's such a good album. And it was kind of like, I, I hadn't been, like, I always appreciated Tyler's business sense and stuff like that. Right. But I heard him in raps and I was like, oh, you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But I listened to it and it's just so strong front to back. And it part of it is this personal thing. And I think that's one of those things that you got to do. Um, I don't know. I just saw a lot of personal opening up in this year. Uh, with albums, which is also why I got Jay Z with 444. And then I got one which is kind of cheating Bruno Mars, 24 Karat. <laughs> it's just so, so damn cheap. good. You are but, cheating. But it was like, I was like, it's it's just, this is all part of the culture, man. It is part of the culture. I can't, it's not I can't not. I, I, I was trying so hard. Is it pop? No. Oh. You call them stuff. No. And then. Uh, the great one that which I really want to put out is uh, Big Crits. Yeah. Okay. Oh fuck! Did I not? <laughs> <laughs> it's too late, motherfucker. You had a whole year for this shit. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm you sorry. You had a whole year for this shit. Stop. If you call that and stop. I'm what you got? Say that for All right. Um, so obviously to echo the fucking you know preachers of the choir here, I got damn is number one. Damn. God um, damn you. And then and then and then everything else in no particular order. Um, I got forever's a mighty long time. Big crit. Mm -hmm. Definitely, it's up there for me. Um, 
I have Layla's Wisdom by uh, Rhapsody, which again, really impactful for me. I mean, one, both of you guys missed that I'm, I'm glad I have on my list. Um, Two Chains, Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. No, that missed my list. It, um, I had to, I, push I, I had to put that on my over. list. And so, and so for me, it was either Pretty Girls Love Trap Music or, or Migos Culture. And what came down to okay. it for me, what came down to it for me, which is in contrast to Mr. Ben over here, who put Offset on his fucking top MC list, is Two Chains just came with more bars. There yeah. were just there were just more bars yeah. on Pretty Girls Love Trap music than I there like was bars. on Culture. So, uh, yeah, there you go. There it is. All right. Um, cool. fight I it? apologize to Big Crit and Two Chains <laughs> because y'all yeah. should have been on my shit. I have one more. Have oh one yeah, more. you do. Um, Joy Badass, All American Badass. Oh shit, that was good too. But I wouldn't put that on my top. I think that's an honorable. Yeah. I mean that was great. I mean, I mean, but I it had, wasn't something I. I had, so I had to be honest. As well. I had honorable as well. I had the side high as an honorable. I had to mention. be honest with myself. Y'all saw that, so shut up. <laughs> Try to not <laughs> anyway. I'm good. Shit, we drinking. I'm I'm with family, right? We we all good. All right. Good drink. So, um, <laughs> no, but um, I had I had to be honest with myself. I did not bump Joey as often as I wanted to. Like, of course, I loved that project when I first went through it. It was great. But I, I remember going back to Jenna, Jadena. Um, I remember going back to JID, and I remember going back to all the people that I've, I mentioned. Like, I went back to Jay Z's 444 a lot. Like, oh, a I did. Lot, a I lot. didn't go back as much as I and thought. I think, I was. And, and, and then I realized that that wasn't something that a lot of people did. Like, you know, yeah. like a lot of people listened to it like once or twice and then it was done. I, I saw a lot of um, just replay, replayability. I'm yeah. making up words. I, I um, had a similar experience you know, with uh, that's Sci High. Sci High is a no And then Sci High. gave the motherfucking gospel to all these motherfuckers out Preach. there. Like, if you are a dope boy out there anywhere, he gave the gospel. He said, get your money and get out the game. He said a lot of good shit in that motherfucker. So that's so, why I gave Sci High, like, in the top MC category, but not so much the top albums. I feel like there were there were a few great, albums though. that came out that were better, but it yeah. was close, man. It was close. Very that sci high yeah. shit was fucking dope. Like yeah. I loved it. I, I, dope I, on Sundays. Is I'm just very very dope. disappointed in myself because I didn't put Big Crit in there because I bumped Big Crit a long long time. I don't know how you did. I don't know. Yeah, but that's actually, albums. I, I got one little thing to say about yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. I wish the selection of singles for that Big Crit album were better. Because it had so many good songs, and I didn't feel like the songs they picked as the singles were the best representation. So, are you blaming that the the label, or yeah, are you blaming yeah. Big Crit? Okay, I mean label. I mean, if you if you want to grab it, uh, what's that one joint uh, with a uh, big Bun B, Ride with Me? Yeah, that was such a good song. That should have been a single. I mean. Anybody else? SZA, Control? Like, was that not the no, fucking that, shit? That's was not, that not like one I of the top that, albums that came out this fucking year? It's not hip hop, so Travis I didn't Scott. put it in my top. <laughs> but I, I had, I had, bro, the same like, way that, that Bruno shit. Mars isn't hip hop, but I didn't put it in my goddamn top. I'm sorry? I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he cheated. He, he knew he hey, cheated. I mean, you cheat. knew you cheated. You chose Jadena. That's not cheating? <laughs> no, it's not, because he rapped. <laughs> Who said, what? What? Kind, she said kind of? Kind, he kind of rapped. <laughs> Who else? You want to fight soon? This is a body. A all lot y'all. of motherfuckers out there. Like, because that's not rap either. Last year. Oh, no, last year. That was last year. It, 
Oh, call him out, baby. I love you. Anyway. All right, we got Thanks one. Thanks for listening. All right, we got one more. We got one more topic, and then we got a special treat for y'all. So let's just get through this, and so we can try and get through the, the rest of The bottom of the barrel. So these are the most disappointing albums that we went through. So, so I'm going to give mine out. Man, I'll, okay, go. go I'm going to give go. mine out real quick. Yeah. Young Ma, her story. So I... Okay. Do Next it. one. I love this motherfucking rapper to death, but he has not shown up Do it. for the last say two, it. three say, years. I know who you're going to say. Wale, yep. Shine. Um, Big Sean, I decided, and Lupe Fiasco, Drogue Us Light. Go. Mm. Uh, Migos, Culture. Whoa. Whoa! I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I gotta say Let's how go. I felt about Come it. Come on. Let's go. I know. What? That's what I, yeah. Disappoint. Okay. Young Thug and Future, Super Slimy. And then XXX. Tentacion. 17. 17, go. All right, Ben. All right, Ben, me and you are gonna have to talk after this podcast in the alley. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, so disappointing albums, man, it was hard because there were a lot that fucking pissed me off this year. Um, first of all, Big Sean, like you you claim to be the top in like in the top tier and you keep putting out bullshit. Um, Wale again just doesn't just under uh, underperforming. Um, Lupe's album, Drug is Light, was just not what I was expecting. Uh, ASAP Ferg, man, like, I fucking... Still striving? Still striving, <laughs> man. Like, I, he's, he's, he's still trying to get there. But his, his first so record was so good. Yeah. Like, Trap Lord, to me, was, like, so underrated. And then everything he's put out since then, he's been, like, chasing something. Mm -hmm. And he just hasn't quite got it yet. Um... Dude, culture for you put culture at the bottom. How come no, culture was no, not no. in any of our lists for the top album? Huh? Because it wasn't like because culture. there was so much there was so much Migos and so much talk that it got hyped up, and I got disappointed when I listened to it, and I was like, this isn't as strong as I felt it would be. But you and I heard so many songs with people from Migos throughout the year, and I was like, this song is hot. But as far as an album as a complete project, I was like, oh. Actually, I'm a little disappointed. And I was disappointed to the point where I was like, this is the most disappointing, which is why so I said you, first. So you, have off, so, you have, so you have Offset as one of your top MCs, but then you have his marquee project as one of your worst projects of the year. It, shit don't add up, bro. It don't add up, because I listened to the Migos project, and I had such I high hopes, up. and then I was like... Yo, Offset came out with a thing. This is like, it was, it was so like, un, this was like gorilla shit. You know, it was like not even a physical. And I was like, dude, I can't stop listening to this. So. I'm going to cut y'all off. Sorry. Y'all yeah. going to go on forever. We, we can't. We can't. We shouldn't. You know what we going to do right now? We about to get some real music up in this motherfucking man. Let's do it. I think we're going to do that. Yeah. What I'd like to do is introduce all y'all to my boy, my heart and soul, <laughs> Ross Caesar. We're going to get this motherfucker to perform a, a brand new song for y'all. This will be like a nice little intermission. So uh, we'll get like five minutes for you guys to just, if you need to use the restroom or something like that, go ahead and do it. Uh, but in about five minutes, we're going to start his uh, little set, all right?
Close up on the motherfucking trophy though. Navajo. Hey. Trophies. SBX Music Group, motherfuck. Trophies. In your motherfucking grill. Fuck what you thought. Navajo. Bitch. All right. Ready, set, and go on top of life. All right. Well, welcome back. We took a slight intermission. Maybe I just I'll take a piss, man. I mean, you know. We didn't need all the details. <laughs> we didn't. We really didn't. But you know what? That's fine. Do you, do you not piss? Is this like something that's unique to me or? Yes, it is. Okay, great. <laughs> I have a catheter. I'm just kidding. That's gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Anyway, let's talk about something that's a lot more fun than me having a catheter. Uh, let's talk about some of the top beefs of this motherfucking year. There was a hey. lot of fucking shit that was going on, right? Uh, I'm gonna just gonna I'm gonna start it off with one of the biggest things that happened this year that's still going on. Apparently, what's that? Remy Ma versus Nicki Minaj. Yep. It, I mean, if you over. listen to some of the songs, like that "Wake Me Up" song that she has with Lil Kim and Remy, like you could say it's not a diss, but you know that's you a diss. It's a diss. It's a diss. Yeah. It's a diss. So, I mean, that shit started in February this year, and that shit has progressed throughout the year. Isn't that some bullshit? Started in February? Yes. Damn. Jeez. We got Keisha with something. But isn't it just really Remy Ma dragging it out? Cause you know I, what? I think I didn't I solo. feel like... All year, it's been like Remy Ma throwing her disses out. Nikki finally dropped a couple of tracks and like, this is what I got to say. And now here come Remy again with Lil' Kim still dragging it out. And it's like, girl, don't nobody care for real. Just do you. Be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't I know. kind of agree with that because, you know, after Sheetha, I felt like she could have stopped. Yes. After like, Sheetha dropped, it's like, you already got her. It's over. But Remy Ma seems to be petty, though. Right. I'm sorry. What did you say, sir? What was that? Papoose wrote Sheether. If you really listen to it, every fuck out of here. I'm no, listen, I don't believe you that. To Papoose, you could no take yeah. the mic from him. Fuck that. Or he no. helped. Or he helped. Nah. I mean, why? Why? Where is this coming from? Like, is it just because now that Drake got exposed for having ghostwriters, it's like now all of a sudden everybody got a ghostwriter or some shit? Like. I mean, I just honestly feel like I listen. I listened to a lot of Papoose back in the day, and Sheether sounds exactly like the way he would have wrote it. It's almost like he was standing next. But they're to also her. fucking married, like and this. they talk to each other. Yeah, but does but no? I know for a fact nobody's writing Remy's uh, like bars at all. 
I mean, Remy got I don't, bars. That's my nigga. <laughs> All right? <laughs> like, what you want me to say? Yeah, I've been shooting in the gym. <laughs> maybe she, uh, maybe uh, he influenced. You know? He influenced? Yeah. yeah. Influenced it could have. Lines, and, you know? and that's completely fine because when you are in the same vicinity with somebody for long, extended periods of time, then yeah, that could be true. I mean, she... she or maybe she learned from Papoose, you know? Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe Pap learned from her because she was on before Pap. Let's get it clear. Y'all don't know that? Pap was, well, let's, let's, let's get it clear. Remy was with Big Pun hella long ago. Pap came in the studio. Remy was already spitting bars before that. Didn't even want to fucking give a fuck about Pap when they first even met. So I don't even know if y'all know, even know that. So anyway, Rem be writing her own bars. Pat be writing his own bars. Yep. They both have different fucking like uh, spectrums. I think Rim is is more of like a not a pop artist, but like more in the mainstream. And Pap is, of course, an underground artist. So like they have very two different dynamics about what their music is. But I also understand when it comes to battle raps, maybe Pap could have influenced, but I don't think he wrote. So shut your mouth, John. All right, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um, Damn. Let's go on to the next one. We're going to move on from that. Uh, let's talk about like the whole Migos QC quality control versus Joe Button. Like, yeah, that shit. What the hell is this, man? So. Y'all, y'all hear us. All right. Who, who, who wants the mic? Who wants the mic? Imani goes first. All right. I'm back, you guys. It's Imani. Yes, I have a nice caramel cookie in my hand. So, okay. Is. Did this start with the whole, uh, what was the award show? I don't yeah, know, BET whatever, Awards. Yeah, the BET Awards. And like Joe Budden seems so pissed off that the Migos are there and like being, I guess, celebrated or whatever. Does Joe Budden have an issue with the fact that like they're popping and they're, I guess, what is considered like mumble rappers? So it, so it started before that. Okay. It started ahead. before that. It started with the little Yachty interview on Everyday Struggle. Um it started before that, where Lord Joe Button gave Yachty shit for being happy all the time. And Joe Button's like, why the fuck you so happy? You know, and he kind of came at him aggressive. And to Joe Button's defense, um, even if you see how he kind of reacted to it afterwards, it was, I was getting hyped up because I felt for him. I wasn't like trying to attack him, but I was like, dude, you have to know about your business. You're a young guy coming from the music industry. I'm a vet. I've been in this for a while. I'm literally just trying to give you game. And he came at that in the wrong approach. Um, but that's kind of was, was the set off point was the Yachty interview. Yachty's with QC, same with Migos. And so it kind of escalated after that. I just want to say, I feel like Joe Budden is like that angry old man that stands in the window and yells at people outside on the lawn. Because it's like, you came at you came at Migos, you came at Yachty, you came at fucking Chance. Like, you're a fucking angry old man. Like, what did all these people do to you? You're just mad because they're... Like, like, what the fuck did they do to you? You just came out of nowhere and was just like, I'm going to yell at you. And then the next time I'm coming at you. And then next time I'm coming for your little ass over there. Like, what the fuck did they do to you? Like, just chill the fuck out, old man, and sit down. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that is his job, right? I mean, that's, that's what he's there for. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's entertainment, you know, and we're talking about it right now because it was entertaining and because they have content to create and they've done that. And it's expanded even now to where Migos have an unreleased video out uh, 
that has freaking everyday struggle. It just in has the video, to do with the fact. You know? It just has to do with the fact that Joe Budden is critical of everybody over there, and that he has walked out because of the truth that Migos does not give good interviews, point blank. Period. That just, just that's a fact. So I'm gonna move on from that. Just that 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 was one thing that happened. I appreciate your passion behind it, guys. But we're gonna move on. Uh, we got the next thing. I think that was pretty interesting. It's Azalea Banks versus everybody. Every motherfucking party. So I don't know if you guys know who Azalea Banks is. Um, you know what? I know for causing trouble. Exactly. We, we all know who she is. Can anyone name one Azalea Banks song? No. No. So we can't we can't name the song. So I can't name a song. I know who she is though. We can't. But I've heard she makes music. She has since um Beefed with Rihanna, she's beefed with RZA, or indirectly with RZA, and beefed with Remy Ma. And, and Cardi. And Cardi. And Cardi, yeah. I mean, just with everyone. Yeah. And so this is basically what we know Azalea Banks for. And guess what? I'm not going to give her no more time. Uh, the next <laughs> is Extension XXX Extension Extension Whatever the fuck his Triple name X. is. Triple Yeah, X, I don't like X, calling X, that. Tentacion. Versus everybody as well. So this motherfucker uh, went against Drake because he claimed that Drake stole his flow. He did. And, okay. Uh, Rob Stone, whoever the fuck that guy is. But that's I, that song, that, that, that like Kill Bill song. Yeah, that's that Kill Bill song. The kill, oh, the one that they did yes. not sync well because that yes. shit was off as fuck. Y'all need to know how to sync some goddamn samples like my guy Stone Flacco. Hey. Anyway, um, no, but like, like, yeah, I hated that song because I love that Kill Bill sam sample. But if you're gonna use that last part of it, you gotta make sure you like stretch or do something with that sample to where it is on beat. Anyway, I mean, I would if I could, but I can't because I won't. Um, and then the Migos. Migos jumped XXX. Y'all yeah. saw that? I they saw jumped him. I forgot about that. They jumped him. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Talks X talks a lot of shit. X does what he wants, and I'm not even sure why. Uh, I, I mean, mean he, he's a young dude. I mean, he's still a yeah. teenager. Yeah. He's a fucking teenager. Yeah. Raps like a sorcerer. I'm gonna need you to get the mic, bruh, and say that into the mic and explain that. He raps like well, a what? Well, I'm just saying that he raps like a sorcerer. So on his uh, XXL freestyle, you know, um, if I was, you know, third day of that he raps like a sorcerer. It's not like he was prophesizing he, to me. He, he, he bent down and acted like he was prophesizing. He took a Colin Kaepernick knee like, and just got the rap. Not even He sound like I feel you. He sound like he's like he's like doing in like in incantation. Like yeah. he's, he's 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 like I'm I'm about to fucking show you like how I can turn like night into day. Watch me. And it's just like, bam, right? That's an untapped market. Yeah. <laughs> he was the first. Stop, y'all ain't noticed. This shit right here is a very... We, we talk shit right now. This is great. I love it. All right. Well, that's the end of that motherfucking seg segment before we get in trouble. Uh, last one, I want to say, is like the breakout, breakout artist of the year. 
Okay, everybody got Cardi. Okay. Do, do you guys listen? To, so, so I have a question. I have a question for all y'all in the artists. Do, do, thank you. Oh, Imani, I love you. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We doing a lot of yelling. If you need to talk, we got the mic. Um, do you guys listen to anything but the radio? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure because I mean Cardi wasn't the only motherfucker that came out. Smino wasn't the other motherfucker that came out. I mean we got we got JID that came out this year that not really came out but like flourished this year. Do you guys got something? I mean I I I had X X X X and I did. He was locked up. He was came out like originally fucking beefing with Drake and then no he came out with this turn up shit and then his album was completely different. And I actually like like what is it called Seventeen? And I think I liked the song Jocelyn. That's I mean it was very emo and very whatever rap. Yeah, but yeah he broke out. Everyone's talking about him. He's getting jumped. He's getting this. He's now he's back in jail. For yeah. abuse, sexual abuse, or well, abuse? domestic abuse. I think. He's in tampering, right? He's in jail because of the sexual abuse or the the the, the abusing his uh, his ex girlfriend. Yeah, who then recanted her shit and after, then, and then she, he, he talked to her, and then he got charged with tampering with a witness. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there was one that I was thinking about ski mask. Because mm. it was just like, wasn't that because very... that whole thing was connect like X X S is is um SoundCloud rapper yeah 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 he's attached to that whole thing but yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it was when you were like do you guys listen to anything with the radio it's like if you're on YouTube and one of those you know kids does that it's like that's where where he kind of blew up and mm-hmm. it it just fascinates me just how how much. How viral this stuff can get. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, those are the beefs. Or, or breakout <laughs> artists? Beef or not beefs, artists. excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I told y'all I've been drinking. I mean, have you not seen how many beers I have? <laughs> this is not so much of a breakout artist. He's been out, but um, I like G Herbo's project personally. G Herbo, it he actually good. records in this studio that this we're in studio. right now. What? Okay, well, yeah, this that's is. Dope. I he comes know. in here. This, this I actually, is you know what? Spot. Yeah, G Herbo, and I, you know what? I and I apologize because um, I actually liked his album, Humble Beast. I'm not a big fan of some of the, like the the younger type of songs that he's got on there, but he's actually a storyteller, and he can do that very well. And I and I appreciate those songs. For sure. Okay. I mean, I I didn't like it. I know. I'm not gonna I was. Lie. I wasn't gonna tell I you. To, like I was actually gonna say shut up because we kind of in somewhere that he actually that's spends fine. money and I, you know, I work here and they get like. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's yeah, okay, yo. I don't care yeah, who, I mean, who pays the bills. I don't like that shit. Oh, I know. I mean, you weren't a fan. That's fine. I wasn't a fan. No. Nope. Yeah. We don't have to say it very aggressively. So hey, I I don't want to skip this because I I really want to say this. Biggest L of 2017. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I, I hate oh, to give it to him two con- years in a row. Is, this is controversial. But I feel like it's Meek Mill. And, 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 and here's the reason why I say Meek Mill took the biggest L this year. Because he was rebounding from this whole beef with Drake from last year. Mm-hmm. He put out his project. He's out of jail. He's doing shit big. And then he gets locked up again. And everyone, and trust me, this has become a race issue. It's become like an injustice issue. But in all honesty, if Meek Mill had just been 
doing what everyone in this room does every single day, which is just go to work, go home, and fucking be cool, he wouldn't be locked up right now. But he didn't. You know what I'm saying? He's riding dirt bikes illegally through the streets. But do you, he's giving fake you get- piss tests to his PO when he's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do this type of shit when you're high profile, you got eyes on you, and you're on probation. Can't do it. So I said that's the biggest L. He had the biggest opportunity to turn last year's L into a W this year, and he didn't. He dropped the ball. Major. I still think it's kind of weird that he gets two to four years for something like that, though. But but that but the thing is is that like it's, it doesn't have to do with Meek Mill. It has to do with the whole prison system, the industrial, like the whole fucking system. He could have controlled it. He I, he could have done. I don't, he could have made me, different decisions. But at the same time, you shouldn't have the power to give somebody two to four years for riding a motherfucking dirt bike. How many piss tests did he that, fake? I'm just saying. You're on probation. In regards to the thing that put him in jail, which is the dirt bike. It's not the only thing. But I'm just saying, like I, I still, I still just think that there's there are things that are that are trying to keep people in jail versus keep people honest or keep people. Um, I mean, it, it's true. It's true. But this is this this is part of pattern. You know, this is like. Was it going back to a gun charge? Mm-hmm. So it's it's from, really from just, how long ago? I'm though? just let's, saying let's, that it's, it's following that. him. It's fo- that's following him. But isn't it like his third strike though? Like he's had multiple occasions he's where he many. keeps messing up. Like granted, the system is a little. This is not fair. Is fucked up. However, if he's had multiple chances to get his crap together and clearly he's still not getting it, then maybe you need to do them two, four Thank years you. and sit there and think about what you're doing because mm-hmm. nothing's getting through to you so Thank far. You, I you're got right. your back, Cedric. You're right, because it's okay. it's not like it's the first time. How many piss tests did he fake? It was it was it was it was more than one. I just think it's more that than one. Still... Like he's riding dirt bikes through the street when you know that shit's against the law. Right. You're on probation, bro. Right. Get the fuck off the I bike. Mean... Yo, where 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 are the people <laughs> in his team? Like, like where are the people in his camp who are like, yo, you pay my mama's bills, Meek Mill. So why are you doing? You this? should probably that makes sense. Put a suit and tie on and and fucking stand up and be but, uh, the cleanest at the same person. Time, let so me should, let me ride should, the dirt bike, Meek Mill. So it, your ass don't have to go back to jail. But at the same time, I need to. But this is where I come to. Is at the same time, I need to conform to society just because I like to ride dirt bikes. Maybe I should be riding. Yes, because it's against the law. It's illegal. Yo, you know what? Some right. some some people some I'm people saying, like smoking crack, but you know what? It's against, against the, law. the law, so you probably shouldn't do that shit. I love how that's related. You know, it All is right. though. It is like you can't. I'm sorry, bro. I I, I Jay Z. I give you props for saying, yo, this meek meal shit's injustice. But injustice is a man taking a knee because he feels like you know black people are getting um, for sure. Um, you know. Uh, uh, mistreated beaten by and the mistreated, and right. it's another thing to say. I That's feel true. like I'm entitled because I'm rich and famous, right. and I can have my boy piss for me, so I can go fucking no. smoke and drink lean dwarfs yeah. other shit. Okay, yes. you know what I'm saying? I no, do it's agree not, with it's that. not. It's not cool. Like you can't set that example for the kids. And I do say, agree with that. I got money, so I'm gonna do the fuck I want to do. Who cares what my PL says? No, I do agree with that. I do agree that the, you know, like you shouldn't to- act like you are totally other than thou because you have. What you have, like I definitely agree with that. So I'll, I'll leave it at. Why he takes the biggest L, man? Because he had the biggest opportunity to turn that shit. And he around, had, a, he, to be honest, like he had, a, he had a good year until up, he did. up until that point. So that does make sense. All and, right, and he lost Nikki. Uh-huh. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs>
You know what? If this if this podcast ever goes somewhere, this motherfucker is gonna get us. You are the Charlemagne or something. Like you about to kill us. Well, I'm just speaking facts. I know you are speaking from your heart. No, I'm speaking from the but truth. He's, he's gonna kill us, man. Mm. We, we trying to be something out here. Anyway, he's like, bro. fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. Like I don't know. Um. So our last segment of this is we want to go into what we think 2018 is gonna be, right? Sure, yeah. Um, I'm going to discuss a few, not even a few, like one one, one or two topics, and then we'll go into the Grammy nods, right? Uh, so first thing, what do you guys think? Do you guys think, so what's really uh, prevalent in the, in, in the culture right now in, in, in hip-hop is like drug use. Do we think that drug use is going to go away because lyricism is actually being recognized towards the end of the year? I mean... You you look at all of the um, albums that came out like what on the fifteenth of December that were like we had what um, Eminem I mean if you even go back into November you had Sci High you had Big Crit you had you know like a lot of people that are spitting actual lyrical content that doesn't have to do with um, taking drugs and shit like that um, that are coming actually to the forefront front so do you guys think that drug use is going to be a forefront in the next year, or do you think the drug dealer might be in the, in the forefront, or do you think that drugs might be completely? I think we're gonna see a lot of the same what we saw. Yeah. Um, there are two songs that that I think about. Uh, if off of Kendrick Lamar's "Damn," there's a is fear. Yes. Right. And Kendrick talks about um, just how he's facing depression, and how he feels like he's getting bogged down with stuff that's not important, like. You know, people got real problems, and he's thinking about how others see him. And he's just like, man, I got this, like, depression about this thing. But mm-hmm. then you look at a different song, which is, like, the Mask Off remix. Yeah. And we talk more about that. We, I think we just can't help but go for the easy way out. Hmm. It's like, yo, we'd rather just pop something, bounce, and have fun rather right. than reflect. Okay. It's all go good. Ahead, it's Monty. all good. Go ahead, Mani. So um, I also agree. I think we're going to see more of the same, sadly, um, in terms of drug use. Um, you guys are going to talk about this shortly, but um, the the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Lil Uzi Vert was nominated for a Grammy. Mm-hmm. And like his main <laughs> hit. I like Y'all Uzi. Haters. I mean, I like him, but I don't. Whatever. So <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. But his, uh, what was it? All My Friends Are Dead. Whatever the mm-hmm. name of the song. Exo Tour Life. So yeah. just. Uh, all my friends are dead is is actually a, a line towards money. Oh, there's oh, no... I get it. Like dead presidents are okay. That makes but go sense. Ahead. But you know, he there's like a line where he's like, "Zanny, make it go away" or whatever. Like he he constantly talks about drugs, and this is like a Grammy nominated. I don't know if the song is nominated or if it's not, but I feel like just off the strength of that, like artists are gonna see like this type of stuff is like making it to the Grammy, so they're mm-hmm. probably gonna continue to follow suit. That's just kind of what I think is going to happen. I would hope it doesn't, but I think it will. So for for me, I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with drug use being portrayed in art being like put out there, but it has to be used in that artistic way to kind of paint a picture of this is me, I'm human, I'm struggling, I'm dealing with shit, this is how I deal with it, as opposed to glorifying it like, yo, let's fucking do some drugs and fucking party. Like, um, so, you know, if 
for me, like if it's a Uzi or some shit, I mean, I'm not a huge Uzi fan. Mm-hmm. But if he's talking about it in the form of like I'm struggling with some shit, so I do these pills to to cope. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's talking about it honestly, from an honest perspective of himself, like this is, I'm doing this to get over something. I'm a little bit more okay with that than I am with just a song that's literally just glorifying the drug use overall. Right. Um, because, I mean, you know, we, we all have, like, like, when we talked about it earlier, you know what I'm saying? We all have shit to cope. We all do shit to cope. Um, but it's like, I guess at what point is enough enough? Right. Um, and I agree, though. I don't think 2017 or 2018 is going to be the end of it. I think we're going to see more of it. You know, Lil Peep dying may not be enough. I mean, shit, Lil Wayne has been, had how many seizures? Yeah, there's so many you know people what I'm saying? that have how been many affected by it. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not over. I mean, there's, there's so many people. There's, I mean, ASAP Yams. We have Pimp C. I Pimp mean, C, like, Yams, yeah. A lot, a lot of people have died. Matt Dre. Exactly. Like, over drug use. So yeah. it's, it's not a new topic. I think it's just being pushed to the forefront a little bit more because now the, the youth are seeing it a little bit more. I think that we may see two different sides of this. When you have, I think uh, 2017 had some established uh, artists out there that had to be... Su- reflect on their own lives and be more personal to be mm-hmm. noticed. Whereas we had a lot of new people that were just like, I sound different, you know, I do this. And yeah. I think that we may see a lot of young artists that ride that same wave. It's like, you know, we do this drug, we hang out, we do this. And old artists are going to be like, we don't sound unique enough to ride on stuff like that. We yeah. have to bring real things. So we may see it coming from two different directions. Hmm. I mean, you know, we, we have like a... Um, What's the guy who did the song fucking Gucci Gang? Uh, Lil Pump. Lil Pump. Yes, so we yes. have Lil Pump, right? We have Lil Pump. Dreads, Crazy Color. Um, there's a YouTube video that's pretty fucking awesome where they take every unique word from the song Gucci Gang and the song's like 28 seconds long because it's like never it's a new word. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's 28 seconds long. Um, but then you have somebody like a Joyner Lucas who does a remix to a Gucci Gang and it's like... All y'all new rappers talking about drugs is fucking whack. And he just straight murders them, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Jordan Lucas also does this song, you know, I'm Not Racist. And it again, starts this huge conversation about um, one of the major themes of 2017, which was, again, like racism and social injustice um, and kind of bringing that kind of stuff to light. So, I mean, yeah, I think there is a lot of drugs that's going to be talked about moving forward. But I also see this, like, alternative side this anti-drug, this anti-establishment, this anti-bullshit coming out um, for people who actually do want to spit bar, for people who actually do want to try to push the culture forward. Um, so I, I I see it going both ways. Like, and, and it kind of, a gift and a curse, you know, crazy. Um, it's like, hip-hop is so big now. Like, we can, we can have these conversations where we have artists who are, doing one thing and other artists are doing something completely different and it still be under the same umbrella, the same, um, you know, vein of hip hop. And to me, that's great. Like, I love having discussions about like, yo, motherfuckers talking about the bullshit and motherfuckers talking about the real. Yeah. But it's all still hip hop. Some of that bullshit is fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I love it. Yeah. All right, last thing. We're going to talk about the Grammy nods. So, the Grammy. So, there's a couple of things in the general fields. Uh, I think this is the first time that we've ever had um, this many, like, hip-hop or, yeah, hip-hop people in the general, like, record of the year, song of the year 
categories. Yeah. So record of the year goes to um, Redbone, Childish Gambino, uh, Story of OJ, Jay-Z, Humble, Kendrick Lamar, 24 Carry Magic, Bruno, <laughs> and Don't like who do you guys yeah. think is going to win? I personally think it's either Humble or Redbone. I, I, at least I, that's what I hope. You can be honest on the mic. If we're really thinking about the Grammys, it's great that we've been like finally literally included. But if you really, really want to think about it, Bruno Mars is gonna win that. Like, if but you if really, you also want to like really, really, really think really about think how about great it. that motherfucking song is, you can't deny that song. Yeah, is the shit. everybody yeah. loved that song. That song but is the shit. Think about who votes for the Grammys. You got the mic, but you're going like this. Okay, but there think you go. about <laughs> who votes for those Grammys. Spill. Oh, y'all want me to hit some rounds? Oh, oh yeah, no, no, go. No, no, no. Y'all know I don't do that. But no, like think about it. Think about it for real. What about you? So I mean, you know, Grammys is uh when it comes down to it, in case you guys don't understand the process, there's a board that pretty much gives the nominees. It's an appointed board from people who've been in the industry for years and years and years. Um, luckily, we're actually in this studio is actually owned by one of the people who's the On Chicago the chapter. So he's the president of the Chicago chapter. Uh, uh, Matt Hennessy is. Shout so, out to VSOP Studios. I'm sorry, I don't even think we did that shit. You are right now inside a VSOP Studios, motherfucker. This studio is legendary, hey. and we got a legendary engineer in this motherfucker, Matt Hennessy. He has worked with the likes of DMX, Twista, every motherfucking body. He's working right now with G Herbo. So show some motherfucking love. Let me get some love. Let me get some love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry, go ahead. It's all good. So, so Matt's on the board, right? So yeah. he 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 votes on the nominees. And then everyone who's a part of the Grammy Association gets to vote on those nominees that were chosen. And so what happens a lot of times is the reason why like a Eminem wins a lot or uh, uh, I guess Eminem's a great example is because mm -hmm. it's a popularity contest. Because whether you're a member of hip hop or you're a member of pop or rock, you still get to vote on all the categories. So what mm -hmm. happens is if you're a rapper, you may not know who the fucking best rock person was, but guess what? That's on your ballot. You may not know who the best jazz solo album performance was, but guess what? It's on that's your on ballot. your fucking ballot. Yeah. So you get to vote on everything, even not if that's what not you are your thing, in. right? So yeah. what happens a lot of the time is for those off genres, it becomes a popularity contest. It becomes on whose name is most well recognized. Yeah. And so for me this year looking at it, there's several names on there who are pretty, who pretty well known. I mean, you got Jay-Z, you got Kendrick, you've got Gambino, you've got Bruno. So it's, you know, it's these are all well-known people. Yeah. So at this oh, I point, one. Did I say it could Pacito? it could actually be, you know, who's your favorite, or who do you think is the best? Because these are all pretty well-known names, and for the first time, there's no white male in this category. So it's like, you know, uh, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it is. Um, it's different. It, it, is it, what it, is. it is what it is. If it's not, then what is it? But. Um, that that's pretty much how the voting works. So yes, it is it is a popularity contest, guys. But the nominees are not a popularity contest. The nominees are they're, by those actual people who are in the industry who know what the no is. There's still some politics behind it, but there's definitely politics. Politics. I mean, there's politics everything. behind everything that you ever vote on in a large mass. Anything. What? 
Cedric, what what do you think deserves it? If you if you had a, a vote on the ballot for the record, for record of the of year, year, what would you pick? I mean, I I think all of the songs that were listed, like they they were all they all deserve it. That's why they're there. Exactly. What do you want? <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. And, and and I'm not complaining. I'm just I can literally tell you just mine. putting it like I I I I think this year they did a really good job. You're um, a little. And if there was one to pick, oh shit, man, um, it'd probably be either between Kendrick and Childish Gambino. I was just gonna say that mine would be Redbone, though. One yeah. of those two. I mean, uh, all right. But... I'm sorry, man. Childish, dude, when he came out with that shit, who, who was expecting that? Who was expecting that shit? Like, all right, it came out of nowhere. Moving on to album of the year, we have album of the year, Waking My Love, Challenges, uh, Childish Gambino, Boom. 444, Jay-Z, Damn, Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama, Lord, and 24 Karat Magic, Bruno Mars. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys thinking? I'm thinking, I still, I, I would literally, as much as I love Kendrick, I would still give it to Childish Gambino. What? Yep. <laughs> I would. Sorry, that's what I that if I was in the Grammy shit, and I could vote, that's where my vote's going to. What 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 about you? There's no way I would not vote for Damn. Okay. I mean, Damn is not my favorite Kendrick album. It's not. I don't care. It's 2017. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I'm sorry, it would, it would be it would be difficult for me to choose between Damn and Childish Gambino. Like it's 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 really close. Like. I, I understand Kendrick got robbed, his last one out. But so that doesn't they, mean that so he they, gets so they, to so like they might give it to him. Up. So the Grammys might give it to him because he got robbed. But uh, Tyler Gambino also did a damn good job. So I mean, in my opinion, it's between those two, and it's really hard for me to pick two. Luckily, I'm not on the fucking Grammy committee, and I don't have a vote, so I don't have to vote. Ha. Right. <laughs> um, best new artists. We have Alessia, Carla, Cara, excuse me, Khalid. Little Uzi verse, verse, verse. <laughs> I told y'all I've been drinking. Um, Julia Michaels and SZA, SZA, hands down. SZA murdered that. I mean, I don't even think we need. I don't even think she's gonna win. Else. I don't think she's gonna win. No, but, she probably won't. But, wait, but wait, I, I think who she, she should lose to though. I don't know who's who Alessia Cara. Yeah, I, I don't even know who that is, but I'm pretty sure people the girl who vote that on the Grammys know the number phone. Which one? Oh yeah, yeah. Logic she's on that one. That logic. Khalid sings on that too. Oh. But it's fine. All right. Yeah, Let's go on to the shit that we actually know about. Uh, rap. <laughs> Best rap performance. Hey. We, we have Bounce Back by Big Sean. Bodak Yellow by Cardi B. 444 by Jay-Z. Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Bad and Bougie by Migos. I am going for Humble. Fuck you. Uh, from those humble. Man, best rap performance. Uh, shit, man. Whew. I'm sorry, man. I I I have to. I'm I'm giving this one to uh, performance overall. Shit. Shit. Bodak Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> and Bodak Yellow. Yep. Performance, guys. It's no. not saying the song. I, yeah. Performance is not the song. It's not like it's it's the performance. Who gave you that fucking shit to your face? I was gonna say the same oh, thing yellow. because you have to um, think about every performance that Cardi has done. Of that, if you watch every 
fucking music show or what fucking what are the award shows and shit like that she brings that performance every fucking time and drives the crowd insane even if you check her instagram and watch her shit when she's doing it in her regular shows and shit the there's never like she had a fucking crowd of like a million people if yep. there wasn't that many people but the whole fucking crowd was going off on that song yep. so performance wise i'm pretty sure she's gonna get that shit thank you thank you lord you're right <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got best rap song. All right, we got Bodak Yellow, Chase Me. Who the fuck is, what the is that? What the fuck is that? Oh, Danger Mouse featuring uh, Run the Drills and Big Boy. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Humble, yeah, yeah. Sassy, and Story of, the, Story of OJ. I, to be honest, I can't think of Chase Me. Sassy is uh, Rhapsody. Oh, okay. Rhapsody oh, is dope. On the way up. No, that's not on the way. Yeah, is it on the way up? This is not my job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ben just fucking played me though. So, All right. So for rap song, for rap song, yeah, at this point, for rap song, when it includes the songwriters, I have to put Humble in there then Humble. at this point. You know I, mean, I mean, I don't really need to know the other ones. Even though wait, Sassy wait. Is, do- is good, but nah. What? Go ahead. Oh, Story OJ's great. Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking a little differently because of the category, but I I would say Story OJ. Yeah. So yeah. I the only reason why I didn't say AJZ is because he's getting that like lifetime award. But that's the thing. I you think we should break ourselves out of that. I, but it's you're politics. Be just as we, bad as them. No. We just said it's politics. We just well, to me, Two I mean, oh, so he's trying to make politics. sure he's trying to make sure his prediction is right instead of going with his heart. Got it. Um, no, if you want me to go with my heart, I did not mention Jay-Z in any of my top MC or any of my top albums this year because 444 was good, but it didn't stack up to what these kids are doing now these days. So no, so, that's so I'm being consistent, motherfucker. Okay. I don't know. You give you give you a ballot, you're just gonna write in black thought. <laughs> I should have Black Thought gave the best freestyle two of twenty. Two of them. Two of the two best. Of the best <laughs> no, two of the best freestyles. If you guys don't understand what the two are, the first one was when he was on Sway in the Morning yep. with mm-hmm. Method Man, and the second yep. one was was when he was on Funk Flex. Murder. Make sure you check Murder. those two out. Murder. Black <laughs> Thought is in my top five, nigga. He's, the goat. He's my He's top the goat. two. Top two He's the goat. of all time. Fuck you. He's not even on anyway. the list. He he like is like he's above the list. He's, he's like beyond he's the like list. when you when you be like I can't put Jay Z or Tupac or 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 Nas or Biggie in there. He's up there. Fuck that. But guess what? I'm putting him in my shit anyway. Right. Um, best rap album. We got 444 Jay Z. Damn Kendrick Lamar. Culture. Oh, Migos. Oh, oh. Layla's wisdom. Oh. Layla's wisdom. Rhapsody and a left ball. Curveball, thank you. I was like, what? Left ball? <laughs> what the fuck is a left ball? You got the left ball and the right ball. Left, left ball. ball's sitting a little lower than the other. So, we got the left ball, flower boy. <laughs> flower boy's gay. <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. Um, flower boy, Tyler the Crater. I'm going. I'm still going damn. 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 Still going damn. It's just such a complete damn. project. Damn. Yep. All and I'm still I going damn. Layla is a great nod. Like, that's a great uh, look. I'm still going down. Um, I love Layla's wisdom, though. You guys want to go through real quickly the R&B? And then we'll we'll end it? SZA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Best R&P? R&P? R&B? 
<laughs> rhythm, rhythm and blues. Best R and B performance: uh, "Get You" by Daniel Caesar featuring Kali Uchis. Uh, Distraction: Kalani. High Lettucey. That's what I like. Bruno Mars. The Weekend. SZA. SZA. Weekend, yo. SZA. That's what I like. Yeah, it was good. Get You, Number Daniel one. Caesar. That's not too bad. All right, best traditional R and B performance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip that shit. I'm skipping that shit. Fuck that. That sounds like you gotta. gotta I'm skipping like this, tr- this cop, this one too. Okay, best urban contemporary album. In really, case you quick, don't know. I Thank hate you. the name of that category. Thank you. Oh my god, I was about to say that. Please, Ben. This, it's the I worst. I don't even know like, what the fuck what? that is. You know what, colored people. We've got you covered. We need to push you out so you don't... We've got a category that you guys can actually win. (laughs) Urban. Urban. Urban contemporary. Uh, We got Black, Free Black, Childish Gambino, Awaken My Love, American Teen, Khalid, and SZA Control, and Star Wars The Weeknd. Star Boy can go down the motherfucking toilet because that shit was trash. Uh, it wasn't so trash, I, trash, trash, trash. Fuck the weekend. That nigga can't sing for shit. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Come see me. Come see me. Uh, but Sessa. I'm but I'm the better one, right? <laughs> I, I guess the weekend ain't gonna pull up, right? No, like, he ain't. Pull up with your Toronto ass. I got Oakland behind me, nigga. West side. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, now you know I've been drinking. So. Uh, in this category, um, I mean, Black's album was dope. Right, right, Black it was. was definitely dope. Um, I'm still going SZA. S- man, SZA or Childish Gambino, I think, of the two. And I have to say SZA, yo. SZA just fucking murdered that shit. Like, No, actually, I'm going Childish. Okay. You got a mic in your hand? You got a mic. You know me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speak, my love. I loved uh, Scissor's project. It was great, but I will say "Awaken My Love" because, like, what the fuck? No, I would have never. When I like clicked, I'm like, "What is this? This looks weird." And I heard all of the songs. I'm like, "He's like singing." What? I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, "Is this right. really yeah, like? Sing. Is this really Childish Gambino?" It right. was like some like. 70s type shit. It yes. was so yeah. dope. I never would have expected right. him. It was for that reason. I'm like, he's and I think, pushing genre. It's like amazing. Yeah. It was a really good album. And I, I think, think it should win. I think that's I, why. I like how you guys are agreeing with pushing genres and laughing at me for 24 karat magic. <laughs> I didn't laugh. At that's not pushing genres. That's magic. copying a genre <laughs> that happened all the fuck. Wait, you know what? No. Because I, you know, as I say that, Redbone kind of copied some shit back from the 70s. No, fuck you though. Um, <laughs> that's just all I gotta say. No, no, I get it. I get what you're saying, and but that's why I have to go. If if I wanted to be like um, current, I I definitely go with SZA. But if I want to say like something that spoke to me the most, is definitely Childish Gambino. Like that, I love that timeless that timeless like sound. I think uh, SZA doesn't have that time, timeless sound, if you think about it. But, but it's, it's not still time, it's great. It's not the timeless category. It's but the exactly. urban contemporary but category. I understand it. I understand it. But okay. that, no, no. This, I mean, but what I like, you got to listen to the category. Like, I understand. I feel like SZA is listening... more urban and more contemporary than the Childish Gambino. So are we picking for what we think is going to win, or are we picking what we like? What I think is going to win. Let's fuck what I like. Right, I say well follow then, the category, yeah. Okay. It's the category. Well, then um, SZA is winning. 
Mm-hmm. All right. And then lastly, uh, best R&B album, we have Freudian. Freudian. I can't, I can't. Why do y'all let me do this? Danny Caesar. <laughs> Daniel Caesar. Uh, let Love Rule, Let Us See. 24 Karat Magic. And I probably shouldn't even mention the rest. 24 Karat Magic. It's going to win. Yep. All right. Yeah. That's the end of this motherfucker. We really appreciate all of you guys coming out. Um, we are going to drop this sometime next week so you guys can listen and watch through the holidays. You can share it with your families. It, I'm not sure what that is, but we appreciate you guys. You can follow us everywhere at Through the Crate. We are available at www. Our website is www. Through the crate. Our Instagram is at through the crate. Twitter is at through the crate. Facebook is at through the crate. TuneIn is at through the crate. iTunes is at through the crate. Motherfucker, we are through the crate. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we out this motherfucker. She's your queen to be. Can we put on some tunes now? Tunage, yeah, we can put on some tunes.